In the year 1981, the musical group The Police released one of my favorite songs, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic. Super upbeat, super fun, and a perfect expression of the paralyzing infatuation I would experience as an awkward teenager about a decade later. I will spare you and myself the details of those painfully hilarious stories, but the title of the song, which is also the first line of the refrain, has been on my mind this past week. In your observation of other people, do you sometimes find that there is a single descriptive word for every little thing they do? For example, every little thing she does is image. There are some people who seem to be more concerned with how other people perceive them than they are concerned with any other thing in the world. And so it's really important for them to have the right brand of clothing and to have enough of it and be driving the right kind of vehicle and live in the right kind of house in the right kind of neighborhood. How about every little thing he does is power? There are some people whom one might say, or it seems, base all of their decisions on whether or not that action will give them more power, more influence, more control. How about every little thing she does is money? That's a popular one. Some people, it might seem to us, have a financial filter for everything. It's the way they see the world. They see the world in dollars and cents, and they make all their decisions based on money or financial concerns. Or how about every little thing he does is pleasure? These are the party people, always looking for the next party, the next good time, the next amusement. And fun is their filter, the way they see the world, the way they make all their decisions. Now, of course, I'm being a little bit extreme here in talking about it this way because sometimes simplicity and priority have a way of clarifying and challenging us. Probably no one is exactly like how I just described. But especially because we live in a very complex world and because we have a complex life, sometimes this kind of simplicity in the way we approach reflecting about our lives can be very helpful. I find simplicity to be like oxygen in this very complex world. And we hear today in the conclusion of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, we heard the end of it today, we hear something so simple and so true and so universal that it feels like that oxygen to me. And St. Paul writes in the second line that you heard today, let all you do be done in love. Let all you do, every little thing, be done in love. And if we've been reading 1 Corinthians, as we are now reading 2 Corinthians, we know about some of the things that St. Paul was talking about to the Christians in Corinth. He was talking about his activity. And what he was doing is he was going around all over the Mediterranean, fundraising, collecting financial aid from the wealthier communities to send back to the poorer community in Jerusalem. And so he says, in more than one place, about generosity. 
that when you offer something in an act of generosity, do it in love. Don't do it out of guilt. Don't do it out of compulsion. Don't do it to keep up with the Joneses across the aisle and the other pew. Anytime we make an offering of generosity, we should do it in love. He talks about submitting to his fellow workers, and he names them Stephanas and Fortunatus and Achaicus and Aquila and Priscilla. And it's so clear the love he has for these people. But he says, submit yourselves to them, subject yourselves to them, support them, but do it in love. He talks about the hospitality that he's received from them. When we offer hospitality to people, including tomorrow, everything we do should be done in love. And since we're leaving the first letter to the Corinthians today, and we won't encounter it liturgically for another year, I want to read, since we're talking about love, that famous classic passage in chapter 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love has a long fuse and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So, pretty simple message today. Let every little thing you do be done in love in all of your interactions with everybody you meet. And I'll give you two thoughts, meditations on this thing. I think I've told you before about the beautiful prayer that my spiritual father taught me. It's called the Dialogos Prayer. And um, I'm just going to practice with George because he's the closest to me here, right? And it goes like this. You're getting ready to meet George. You're getting ready to encounter George, right? And so you don't know what's going to come at you. You don't know what kind of joke's going to come at you. You know, you're nothing, all right? So you're praying. And you pray, Lord, love George through me. Help me love George through you and be loved by you through George. Because whatever you encounter, another human being made in the image of God, there's a third person in the room who is love itself. But if we don't intentionally think about his presence, we will miss him. So in your encounters with every individual that you meet, but even in every little thing like doing your laundry, okay? Doing your laundry. As you're folding the clothes, if those are someone else's clothes, pray for them. And fold them in your love as you're folding their clothes. If they're your own clothes, you can thank God for giving you clothes. Isn't that how you want to be known as a parish community? as a group of people who do every little thing they do in love when they are close to the end of their life, we hear from many people who say the only thing that matters in the end is love. 
In my experiences with people who are dying, I've never heard anyone say they wish they would have spent more time and money on their wardrobe. I've never heard anyone say that they wish they'd worked harder so they could have gotten more money and more power. And I've never heard anyone say that they wish they had eaten more ice cream. So I hope we remember the words of St. Paul today, his exhortation to us. Tomorrow, as we greet patrons who are coming to pick up their barbecue, every Sunday as we gather together as a worshiping community, in your homes, at work, everywhere, in every encounter, and in every little thing, may we do it with love. Amen.